southern trees barren strange fruit blood on the leaves and blood at the roots Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze Strange fruit hanging From the poplar trees Pastoral scene of the gallant south good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to a brand new episode of the beats brews and points of view podcast i am your host neil richter along with my co-host and partner in podcasting sitting across from me eman bates the pip that is me and we're here for episode 78 of the beats brews and points of view podcast gabe is not with us today but we'll still rock it out anyway. Yep. And that was uh, a recording of Strange Fruit by Nina Simone. Very fitting song, especially since they had the Billie Holiday doc that came yeah. out. Yeah. I was going to say the original, uh, well, she or, didn't She didn't write it. It was actually written um, by, I forget the guy's name that re- wrote the song, but it was given to Billie Holiday originally, and then Nina Simone um, also did it. And that Nina Simone version to me is the one that really stands out, because man, is it like haunting sounding when she's singing it and... With those lyrics, it kind of like her voice just like really carries that song. Um, and a re- another reason we um, started with that is um, tomorrow. Well, actually, when you'll be hearing this, it'll be International Women's Day. Um, so we wanted to make a um, round kinda... of applause. Oh, we don't have sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're... Golf clap. Oh yeah, we can do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't um, need fancy buttons. But yeah, so we got a lot of um, topics that re- relate to women tonight. Um, we have a phone call for one of them as well, and um, yeah, we'll get right onto it. But um, we will kick it off tonight with these beers that we got, um, and I'll shoot it over to Eman because I think he's probably got the Untapped pulled up. Yep. So if you guys follow us on Untapped at beats underscore and underscore brews, you can see all our reviews and everything we talk about in the beer world. Uh, so today, over from our friends at Bell's, we have the Juicy Gossip, uh, which is a Juicy Pale Ale. I'm actually really intrigued by this one. And it's not a twist off, so I'm going to need your bottle opener. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me read the description. Uh, going by on tap, Psst. did you hear about the Juicy Gossip? Developed over several batches at our Innovate Innovation Brewery, this ju- juicy pale ale has a soft bitterness with a fruity, juicy hop character and tropical notes. Sessionable, this beer is perfect for those who just want tropical hop flavor at a lower ABV. This brand new beer is available exclusively as part of our Jingle Bells Holiday Variety 12-pack with lighthearted and official two-hearted. All right, it's coming in at 4.7 ABV, no IBUs. Untap gives us about an average of 3.74. Uh, let's crack these bad boys open and get the bottle opener ready. Yep. And you're queuing up the music, it looks like. Yeah, If uh, for the music this week, because we want to say happy birthday to Method Man, who had a birthday last week, and Anderson Pack, we forgot to mention, was also a couple weeks ago. 
And we had a couple more. Play I think. Some, uh, play uh, Justin, some OF. Justin Bieber's birthday was uh, on the first. Shaq's birthday was on the sixth. Um, yeah, and that Camilla Caballo chick. I don't know much about her, but she's a singer too. And her birthday was on the third. So I have birthday. Are you uh, are you just gonna breeze over my man? Who? My man, O F W G K T A Tyler Creator's birthday oh, was yeah, yesterday shit. too. And Tyler. <laughs> and Tyler. Uh, my bad. Um, it, di- it didn't have it up on the website that I was just looking at. But, yeah, I'm a, I'll give it a little Tyler and a little bit of uh, Method Man. And I was listening to this last uh, yesterday at work, and, man, I just love this song. So here's a little bit of Ice Cream by Raekwon, Ghostface, Method Man, and Capadonna. Woo! The woo is in the building. Vanilla butter pecan chocolate deluxe. Even caramel sundaes is getting touched. And scooped in my ice cream truck. Set it up. Yo, honey, dip summertime, fine jury dripping. Seen you with pickings with a bunch of chickens, how you clicking? I kept shooting strong notes as we got close. She rock rope, honey throat smelling like impost. Your whole shell, baby's wicked like Nimrod. Caught me like a freshwater straw, or may I not be God? Attitude is very rude, boo. Crabby like seafood. It turns me on like vine, see your law rule. They call me Starky Love Hunt. Check the strategy by any means. Shirley Temple Cross was done by Billy Jeans. Black Mrs. America, your name is Erica, right? True. Lazy Yabu, Small V6 shoe. Carmel complex and breath smelling like cinnamon. Excuse me, honey, don't mean no harm. Turn around again. Goddamn, backyard's banging like a Benzie. If I were Jiggy, you'd be spotted like Spot McKenzie. I'm high powered, put a Dina Howard to sleep. You're parting. That bitch been on my mind all week. But uh, back to you, Maybelline Queen. Let's make a team. You can have anything. And a little Tyler for you. Okay, 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 okay. You live in my dream, say it. My last song, too. I stay in reality. You live in my dream, stay. I will always say Tyler had one of the best evolutions in this album. Not just hip hop, but music in like just history. Twenty, 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 twenty visions. Cupid hit me, Cupid hit me with precision. I wonder if you look both ways when you cross my mind. I said, I said, I'm sick of, sick of, sick of, sick of chasing. You're the one that's always running through my daydream. I, I can only see your face when I close my eyes. Can I get a kiss? And can you make it last forever? I said, I'm. I said, okay, 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 do get my infatuation and translate into another form of what you call it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I ain't met you. I've been looking, stopped the waiting for. I stopped the chasing like an alcoholic. You don't understand me, what the fuck do you mean? It's them roasted and cheeks, yeah, it's them dirt colored eyes. Sugar, honey, iced tea, bumblebee on the sea. That was a little bit of uh, Tyler the Creator and Kali Uchi's off Flower Boy called See You Again, which is my favorite Tyler Scum album. Scumfuck Flower Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great album. That's the one. I wasn't super big on Tyler in the beginning. It was a little abrasive for me, but then when Flower Boy dropped, I was like, "Yep, this kid is amazing." I, I've been on I've been on our <laughs> future train since the beginning. Yeah, I know so. you have. That's for, <laughs> like, that's so for a fact. Like, yeah, 
But uh, um, it's just yeah, cool so to happy see birthday, him, Method Man, and all the rest of the ones that we were talking about. And um, and this beer is delicious. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's super drinkable. It's not super like heavy on the taste or anything. Um, it kind of almost tastes like a light, like a light version of like a two hearted almost. I could hear that. Uh, it's I mean it's definitely more citrusy and definitely more fruity. Like the hop the hops are definitely different. But yeah, I mean it's really sessionable, really you know crushable. It's light, it's crisp, but it still got some twang to it, you know. So I like what it says on the back too. It's kind of funny. It says loose loose lips drink sips yeah, <laughs> instead nice. of sink ships. I like that. It says juicy gossip is a little bit of everything you've been talking about. Explosive tropical hop flavor that's seasonable and the soft bitterness. Yeah, I like it. It's definitely um, a good one, and it's kind of refreshing to have a beer that's not like a super high alcohol just content. That just slaps you in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's only four. I mean, we're out, we're coming out of stout season, so we're yeah. gonna do more a little bit less and less of those, starting to get more into like the crushable ones. Yep, yep, uh, I agree. With that said, should we go into something old, something new? Yes, sir. Let's move right on to something old, something new. Oh, actually, you know what? Quickly, I just wanted to mention. Um, in the RIP section, there was only one that I had down this week, and you may not have even heard of this young girl, but it was really a tearjerker, man. I, I caught myself fighting back tears just reading about it at work yesterday. And um, Trey the Truth's niece, who couldn't have been much older than, you know, 10 years old, has been battling brain cancer pretty publicly, actually, because um, it's kind of picked up a lot of steam on social media Um in fact, like even to the likes of Beyonce was like sending her video recordings and stuff of her singing because Beyonce was her favorite artist. And Trey, the truth has just been really hands on with her. Like he was really, really close with her. So I just wanted to send out a love and light to Trey, the truth and his whole family um, for dealing with that pretty difficult loss. So rest in peace to Lyric Chanel. Yeah, it's pretty sad, man. Yeah, uh, really the is. one I had actually was a uh, RP to Degrassi star Jamil French. Uh, some of you may know him for playing Dave Turner on Degrassi. Uh, that was Degrassi Next Generation, so that was like the Drake era of Degrassi. Mm. Uh, the cause of death is still unknown. Uh, he was 29 years old. Corner says that they found him in his apartment. That always makes uh, me nervous when you hear when someone it, that age. I don't like, not only that age, it always makes me nervous when they don't have a cause of death determined yeah. before they release it. And we all know yeah. how the, um, fame at a young age takes a toll on some of these uh you know young actors you know as soon especially as the fame starts to fade right. like was he did he have anything he didn't, going he didn't have any Degrassi? like super major roles since then. i mean he was in a couple netflix shows and movies and mm -hmm. stuff like that but he wasn't like you know he wasn't drake level or anything yeah. like that by the time he wasn't like the super child star that got thrown into the fire right. which we'll get into a story like that definitely gonna get into that but later. yeah um so yeah rest in peace to uh Jamil, uh, hopefully, you know, his family can grieve and, yeah, you know, yeah, I hope that's, that's always rough to lose a family member, especially somebody that young. That's, that's my age. Yeah, so I know. That's like, crazy. Damn. In your twenties, that's wild. But, um, yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to some happier notes though. And we're going to get, kick it off with something old, something new. And I think I had you start last week. So start, I will yeah. rock out this one and I'm actually not going back too far. I'm actually only going back to 2016 because, Yesterday was the fifth anniversary of Kendrick Lamar's Untitled Unmastered. So I went with that one this week, which was actually, it's funny because that's actually like his throwaways from um, To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, it so it's just like the, you know, the ones that didn't pimp, make the pimp. cut. And I hey. honestly think it's like better than pimp, most pimp. people that put out music Hooray. that year. Um, 
I'm obsessed with the song with CeeLo. That's probably the one I'll end up playing here, actually, from it because track that song is so good. Three was my favorite. It's hard when to remember because they don't the have phone, names. Yeah, that one's great. And then it was the one that was like, <laughs> what did the black man say? Yeah, the whole thing, too. man. It's great. Like Those could have easily made the cut, in my opinion. But I guess when you're making music at that high of a level, like to pimp a butterfly very Particular, absolute, absolute perfection to me. Absolutely, like he could have won. It's funny because he won the Pulitzer Prize for "Damn," but he could have easily won, in my opinion, the Pulitzer Prize for "To Pimp a to Butterfly." Butterf- so "To Pimp a Butterfly" <laughs> is actually on the uh, the Harvard Registry. Yeah, yeah, definitely is. So. Yep. Um, but that one, like "To Pimp a Butterfly," from like content to musicianship to rapping ability, like and the features, like he's got like Thundercat on there. It was the first time I remember hearing Rhapsody. Um, on that was my first time hearing Rhapsody, too, um, actually. So, yeah, that's just, I mean, yeah, so go listen to Untitled Unmastered. That's actually funny. I just sent it to my dad. So we're, we're going to talk about Silk Sonic in a little bit here. But um, so that Silk Sonic, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars song dropped. Oh. And I was, hold on one second. I was, I was, I was playing it for my parents. And uh, so my dad was like, well, now I want to hear all Anderson Pack's music. So he downloaded all Anderson Pack's music, and he must have heard Tints with Kendrick on it because then I got a text later on from him. He's like, "What's a good uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar album to download? I like this guy a lot too." I'm like, it's just funny because my dad's 67 and he's getting into like hip hop and stuff. <laughs> forgot about I forgot about a birthday. Uh, happy, oh, yeah? bur- happy birthday to Lex Luther, Lex Luger. Oh yeah, all about yeah, that producer. yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, producer Lex Luger. Uh, you guys know him. He did a lot of Flock of Beats. He did uh, some Kanye, uh, Jay Z for Watch the Throne. Uh, dude has had a hell of a career. I haven't heard from him in a minute, but you know, hopefully he's he doing might. Good. I mean, so he, shit, he could be doing stuff. I believe he, he just... turned thirty actually today. Is it only? Or not, he's only thirty. Oh, not today, but he turned thirty this week too. Oh my yeah. god, I thought that guy was way older than that. That's crazy, dude. That's weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so shout out Untitled Unmastered. I will hit you with a uh, little bit of it real quick from it. Um. I'm gonna play the sixth song. Um. Uh, Untitled Unmastered. Kendrick. Let me pull you up. Uh. Title is so much easier to use on your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not user friendly on the computer at all. Not as much. Jack, um, get on that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that too later. Uh, but here's a little bit of Untitled Number Six featuring CeeLo Green. Which this song's all about. We got a whole lot about women too. So these metamorphic supernatural forces dominate what I see. A Gemini duality personalities always conflicted. Me. Oh, but don't be scared of me, girl. I can't explain. I know it's forward to you. I know it's hard to believe. God, give me the favor. I can't explain. More than a compliment. And I believe some assistance. Let me show you how. I can't explain. Oh, I should know. Kendrick Lamar's Untitled Unmastered for you. And now I will kick it over to my compadre, E-Man, for his something old. So, uh, just because it was his birthday and, I, you know, just passed, I was actually going back and listening to a couple older albums. Uh, my something old is actually Tyler the Creator Wolf oh. for uh, for my something old. So it came out in 2013, his second. It was his second, like, big album, but first 
or the second big album, like his uh, third overall, I think, because mm-hmm. I think he did Bastard before Goblin. So, but yeah, uh, this was the one actually my introduction to like see him in the mainstream mind because I think he did part of this album on Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. Is it, it even was... on streaming? Yeah, Wolf. But yeah, I'm oh. looking at it right now on title. Really? Yeah. How come it's not on the computer? <laughs> oh, oh, it's I gotta hit the view. Ah, <laughs> technology's hard. <laughs> technology's hard. Oh yeah, I remember this album cover. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. No, it was funny. one of the goofiest album covers. Period. Like, probably Proceed, in the two thousand tens. Nah, man. Uh, Tyler Crater is an interesting person to me, just because the dude produces his own shit. First of all, like, he, like it says, all all, album, all songs are written and recorded by Tyler Okoma. Uh, that's one thing. Just like his movement, man. Like how Odd Future actually navigated through the hip hop world, just by straight up just not. They just said fuck the mainstream, and the mainstream kind of came to them. Yeah, they had almost like a like approach that really you don't see that often. A lot of people like tailor towards it. They kind of was like, yeah, we're just gonna kind of do this goofy shit and see what it picks up, and it got them all the way to a fucking Grammy. I mean, think about <laughs> so, how, like, and, and, wasn't this album the world's introduction to Frank Ocean too? On, no, uh, it was the one before that. It was, uh, oh, was it the one before yeah, that. Yeah, it was it was uh, Goblin. Okay. Before that, yeah. Oh yeah, it, you're it was, right. Yep, yep. She on yeah, it. you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, wh- when did yeah, yeah, you're right. That's got to be where it is. Um, what song would you like me to rock off this bad boy? Let's... You're gonna hear such a difference. In, so in, my in thing style is like, cause this the... is like, th- this album is actually kind of a balance between this and uh, the other one, uh, Cherry Bomb. It's kind of like a balance between old Tyler and new Tyler, cause you got like, fucking throw you in the for like forest Tyler to I want to write love song Tyler. Like it's kind of like mm-hmm. like the balance of both. I'm gonna go with the prior. And let's go with Tamale. Tamale. Uh, or that or actually Tree Home. Tree Home? Yeah, because it has Erica Badu on it. And, Ooh, you know, it's, yeah, that's it's definitely International Women's one. Month. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know we love Badu on this podcast. Um, here's a little bit of Tree Home 95 by Tyler, the creator, off his album Wolf. You want to hear the new song we just did? It's not finished, but yeah. <laughs> Also one of the best tiny desks I've seen in a while, too. This album, this sounds nice. I always talk about like the blog era and how it was just like really influential, like to my age group and my demographic of like introduction to hip hop. Because yeah, I mean, I was born in '91, mm-hmm. so I was way too young for like the East Coast, West Coast with Biggie and Tupac. I mean, obviously, I learned about it later in life, but I like wasn't that wasn't my era. And then you got to 2000 when I was in elementary, middle school, like borderline high school. You got 
the dirty South Fair, the crunk era, oh, yeah. like snap your finger, we about that a dance, last week. <laughs> stuff like that. But I feel like the blog era, like the 2009, 2010, that was always more in my pocket, like the backpack era, yeah. if you will. That was always more in my pocket because that was like more me kind of finding my own way in the world because uh-huh. I was about like 17, 18. So that's when I started listening to more and more like- Well, it also made that era made get more and more, to more this accessible, culture. you know what I mean? Yeah, because of the internet. Yeah, the blog era, yeah, because <laughs> everything was like coming, like streaming was starting to get big. So yeah. it was like, oh, I mean, I wasn't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I went to the record store. I bought a bunch of records, like even when I was younger, yeah, stuff like too. that. But it's just the fact that I could have this shit on my phone, or in, even before that, like MP3 players and dude, that's stuff how I like found that, uh, yeah. Ebro in them is because there was a, I used to there was a hip hop website that I used to go to all the time. It was youheardthatnew.com, and they used to there was a clip or a segment of the Ebro in the Morning Show that they used to do called the Realness, where Rosenberg would break down something like comical like he would break down like the last night's episode of love and hip-hop in like a funny way and they would always post the realness clips and that's how i found the ebro in them so that was that era right. and that's funny to me um, and then you got gen z going back to love the way you why eminem yeah that's so we'll, funny, we, we'll get that into that later so but I don't, I don't want to open a can of yeah, worms right now that is but hilarious yes to me. Yeah. <laughs> they, they clearly haven't heard marshall mathers lp yet oh my god wait till they backtrack <laughs> to like the way you lie is the one they're mad about like that's, oh man <laughs> oh man they need to do some homework <laughs> go back to kim <laughs> yeah. go back to kill, kill you, you. <laughs> <laughs> i just laugh at that type of shit honestly like cancel culture for like this is my quick opinion on it is for song lyrics is the, some of the dumbest shit I've ever it's heard. Freedom in my of life. speech. It's freedom of speech. If it's not for you, don't fucking listen to it. <laughs> Move on. And you know what? It's also like because like horror movies, like not everything that rappers write about is or, or musicians. And this is only happens to rappers. I feel like they don't fucking do this to country artists and shit like that. Um, but everything's not based in reality. Sometimes they're writing stories that aren't real. You know, like and Eminem has always talked about his love for horror movies and making shit that's correlated to that. So. No, I'll even expand bigger on that and how, you know, the government's starting to use rap lyrics against you in court. Like, that's I know, crazy. like, the biggest example of that right now is, like, YMW Melly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an art form. Like, I wouldn't... I would not brag about murders that you actually did or yeah. crimes that you actually committed. Not smart. But however, <laughs> you can talk about people that you know have done it. Just, you know, don't dry snitch yeah. and say their name or anything like that. Yeah. yeah not con- I'm not condoning nor anything like that. But <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to talk about it, at least be smart about it and not just confess your whole shit on a track. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, that, that way you're just snitching on yourself and that's how <laughs> you, you know, end up fucked up. That's how you end up on Vlad TV. Yeah. Much. So, Dude, yeah. Vlad TV, man, <laughs> that's, that's something. You know. Something whole that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, let's wrangle this back in, and we'll get back to our All something right. new. Um, and I had two this week. Um, one actually isn't brand new this year, but it is. Uh, I, I'll start with that one. Actually, it's it's not new this year, but the artist is new to me um, completely, and she is fucking incredible. Her name is Sirac. Um, she is on Atmosphere's Rhyme Sayers label, and her album came out last year called the uh, the Sharecropper's Daughter. And my goodness, this th- she is just like I I don't know how I didn't know about this person, but let me um let me pull up a little Ciroc. I posted one of her freestyles, and the the Atmosphere label liked our post on our, our Beats and Brews page. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Which you can find our page at Beats and Brews Pod on Instagram. And now the website is up as well. So you can go to beatsandbrewspod.com, get access to all our stuff, all the episodes, videos. Uh, we'll hopefully, get some merch up soon. 
Patreon links coming. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of stuff in the works for you guys. Like we have not been slacking. So yeah, we're, de- we're we got we're, the, we got the foot on the next this year. We're gonna yeah, we're, we, we're definitely we've uh, got big tings. Big tings. Big tings. Um, but here's... one more for your head tops, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, here's a little bit of um, a song called "Something Real" off Ciroc's album from last year called "The Sharecropper's Daughter." This song really floored me. Alicia Keys. I'm not your typical rap chick. I'm picking a litter. The kind of pick up it's a Alicia Keys uh, sample. Figure. My you don't know my name. Then I turn my bag over the nation with a sickening pivot. This isn't a litany about titties or sexual proclivity times. More widely known for my hippocampus and hips and thighs. Cause when my blues hit the canvas and let the Gibson cries. And I embrace every rift and escape before the lipstick dries eyes. Never surmise a being top content in my drive. Rub up to prosecute hip hop offenders. I pride. My destiny out in the hands of the center types. Ten percent of men of vice became an instrumental light. Now who gon' had the guts to challenge that? Cause you know this the greatest show in every line's a freaking balance act. Media circus will feature the surface and hide the depths. Keep society drugged up, embracing side effects. If you my can God. Feel just what I feel, my love. Maybe we can see the bill about love. Um. That's a little bit of something real by Ciroc. Man, that, that you got to go check this album out. And she's got a lot of heavy hitters on this album, too. Like uh, Styles P's on here. Saul Williams is on here. Black Thought is on here. Chronix is on here. It's phenomenal. I can't believe I didn't know about her. Yeah, I'll I, give it a shot. Like, it sounds great from just like a little snippet you played. Yeah, she got bars. Um, but, yeah, that's my first something uh, new. But I'll kick it over to you first. We're going to hold off on the big one. Uh, yeah, Definitely. I do want to talk about, so this album was actually released last year, but then they remixed it uh, and then added a couple features to it and a couple other producers came in. But the Denzel Curry, Kenny Beats project, Unlock 1.5, came out. Uh, you know, I've been on I've been a fan of Denzel for a minute, so I got it's kind of cool to see him coming in the spotlight more. Uh, this album, I love the remix of it. You have The Alchemist hopped on it, Robert Glasper hopped on it, Charlie Heat hopped on it, like, if you... Jay Versace, uh, and then as for like song features, you got Benny the Butcher, you got Joey Badass, uh, Arlo Parks, Smino. Is it Smino or Spino? I always uh, botched I think that it's one. Smino. Smino? Okay, cool. Sim- I don't know. You know what? We'll get to the bottom. <laughs> I'm All not right. sure. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Smino is on there as well. Uh, yeah, it's solid listen through throughout. It's really good gym music. You know, Dento always brings that energy to his music. Uh, Kenny Beats, how, <laughs> Kenny Beats, the cave. I need to get into it. I've you are Amazing. like you, you're into it. Gabe's into it. I just need to start watching it. But yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. So shout out to him as well. Oh, here. And is, I here. also love the Zach Fox shit he does too. So, um, yeah. just to give you a little reference on what this show is about, Kenny Beats, um, he invites a guest. There's a guest judge on every episode. The one I just recently watched had um, Corey Henry on it, who is like one of my favorite like gospel artists. I've seen him at Electric Forest. He's fucking insane. Corey Henry is so good in the Funk Apostles. Um, but he had them, him on, and he has different judges. I think I saw one with Isaiah Rashad. Um, but anyways, the gist of it is he gives a bunch of up-and-coming um, producers a sample, and then they have to make a beat out of the sample, and then they play them on the show, and him and the guest judge uh, rank them. And, like, the top three to four, I mean, usually everyone gets a prize, but um, 
they give like the best prizes to the top guys, and he usually just gives away like you know producer gear, um, like able like he'll give away Ableton packages. Like sometimes he gives away some really like expensive gear and shit too. So it's really cool, man. And for like nerds like me and E, like it's it's a really fun show to watch. So go check that out if you haven't. Um, but what what track do you want me to play off Unlocked? We played uh, the Robert Glasper one a couple weeks ago, so let's get it with a different one. Uh, let's play the Benny one. Oh shit! There's a Georgia Ann Muldrow version of something on here. I yeah. love that woman. Um, Benny, yeah, let's play the Benny. Actually, one. I missed. It. I didn't. I I did not know that name until recently. She's phenomenal, dude. She's on uh, Flying Lotus's label. Uh, uh, is that a brain feeder. Yep, brain feeder. Speaking She's of brain, brain feeder, feeder I watched Kuso the other day. <laughs> I Shutter. never saw that. Is it gross? It's the grossest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. That's what I heard. Like I. <sighs> <laughs> fly low fly low he's got some shit in fly his head low. huh <laughs> i i want to have a conversation with fly low one day just about life because you have to be in a crazy mental state to have some of the imagery that he had in his movie i mean george clinton's in it zach fox is in it uh durs from workaholics is in it i mean he's oh, got okay. like some got some people in it. i movie, love Dur- yeah. durs was my favorite character uh, member of workaholics but um anyways without further ado here's diet 1.5 um which is denzel curry kenny beats and benny the butcher shout out to benny i love that guy shout out griselda all these racks in the ceiling got rappers back in their feelings. Treat the game like Trump voters, then the Capitol building. And the 600 Maybach, the only passenger in it. Ain't got no cash for the dealer. If don't, no stashes come in it. Denzel hit me, and I couldn't get back faster than nigga. Talent the track talent, I'm just not rapping with niggas. The way I'm crafting this shit, way too tactical, nigga. All my albums is classical just to challenge you niggas. My shit been in crazy demand. But play again, I be plugging with 80 grand and have it 80 a grand. I feel fast as Tyreek Hill chasing these bands. Who else? Glacier they hand to be wearing big shit from France. I'm in the light-skinned bitches in blue De Niro. Bricks in a blue Camaro, I feel like a superhero. Every year they discuss me, who else they gon' name but me? And Gunweed, the ones who they call when they get rusty. Get money from a show, then deposit it. Uh, Yo, show's got no holes, I acknowledge it. So braggadocious, spit sick Man, shit, it's atrocious. Rising like the stocks, not croaking, the show gun. Denzel is a fucking beast. Denzel is a fucking anomaly. He's <laughs> amazing. Me. I yeah. can't even call him underrated anymore because he tore with Billie Eilish. I can't. I, I can't mean, call him underrated, but he's he's a I think monster. That, I think he's one of the most interesting artists in hip hop music because he, he does doesn't anime. fucking follow. He draws anime he doesn't and follow shit too. Anyone's wave at all. He is completely unique to himself, and I love that about for him. Like, I feel like I would actually get along a lot with Denzel Curry. I think so too. He's like in your <laughs> wheelhouse for sure. We have a Definitely. Lot to talk about just Definitely. Like, not even music, just like nerd shit. We yep. have a lot to talk about. I agree. I, I've always he gives great interviews too. He's been on hot on uh, like Ebro and them a couple times giving out interviews, and he's just a really like interesting, cool person. I really like him. And that verse by Benny to start that off was nuts. <laughs> Benny oh, the yeah. Butcher to me, Benny the Butcher, because uh, I always correlate Griselda to uh, G Unit. And he comes hard like uh like um young buck. Like I would say Banks. You think Banks I think, I think he's the Banks. I think Banks is um I think Banks is Conway to me. Conway? Yeah. Cause he's got kind of that like, I would say, smooth style about him and Benny's just like at I your would face. reverse that. I would go Banks would be like Conway. And then That's what I just said. Oh wait, other way around, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Other way around, other way around, other way around. And so, then West wait, Side is definitely fifty. Wait, then who's Tony Ayo? <laughs> 
Oh, they don't have. Oh, wait, I guess. No, no, no. No, no, no the game. Don't no, 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 Bodie no, no, James. No, no, no. no. Bodie James is the game. The game. Because he came in a little bit later. Uh, fuck Yale. Okay. He was the worst anyways. I'm not <laughs> he was gonna, a terrible rapper. <laughs> I'm, we're not going to mention Ye- uh, Olivia while we're at it either. Yeah. Armani Caesar is definitely way better than Olivia. Way better than so Olivia. Like, yeah, way better than, plus, Olivia was a singer, and Armani Caesar raps. So. Yeah. She kind of sings sometimes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she had that never. one song. But she's kind of dope, though. She got that like one song project. where uh, West Side Gun was talking about stepping on a bitch's neck while he was fucking her. <laughs> oh, Something <Jesus>. like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> abrasive. I don't want to know about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so anyways, that's a little bit of Kenny Beats and Denzel off of Unlocked 1.5. And then now we will go back to my second something new. Um, and that is out of Hell's Kitchen New York's own Marlon Kraft, who is um, one of my favorite new up-and-coming rappers. He um, really caught my attention when he started doing these freestyles. He did a couple on Sway that were phenomenal. And then he went on... Um, on Funk Flex, and he went 11 minutes straight, like, as an homage to Black Thought, because Black Thought did 10, and he even mentioned Black Thought at the end, he's like, I hope Black Thought sees, not not trying to um, shit on Black Thought at all, like, he was like, he's a big, big fan, and he, like, mentioned him in the rhyme, and I thought it was really, really cool, his bars are super deep, he mentions, like, social political stuff, but without being preachy and in kind of like a cool way. I don't I don't really know how to describe it other than to just play his music. But um I mean he's young, he's only 28 and he's got a few shit a few songs in the works now uh that I really really love and on his new project, he's got a song called let's see I think it's called Loyal. Let me see here. Yeah. Uh yeah, Loyal's the one that I like the most. So I'll give you guys a little bit of that uh so you can decide for yourselves. Here's Loyal by Marlon Craft. Like finally someone to believe in, yo Fuck with me, I'm unbelievable Take your seat, I come from theater row Stock is on the course side, but my heart's still way up Up in the bleachers, though Crafty for the fucking people, bro Grab my fears and roll them to the top What I call a foreign vehicle Try rally community, learned it from Nip Claiming my throne and I learned it from KDOT Looking around for some bourbon to sip Wifey been telling me I need a day off Homies been calling like Marlon, you lit I've been at home waiting for it to pay off They writing shit just to try and get laid off How can I when half of my city got laid off? Build you up just to break Break you down, but I laid every last brick of myself. Shorty want me to take it down, but if I did, it'd be hard just to live with myself. Scared of angry or his anger, my fear. Shit, you click follow on anyone, except for those feelings when they reappear. Too scared to find out where they live at is near. Give from around, give from around me. They make a yeah. sound when I was drowning. Yeah, that's a little bit of loyal out of Marley Craft, man. He's he's nice with it, man. Um Yeah, I mean we post him on the Instagram, uh, yep. On, uh, yeah, we played a little Instagram, bit. Of, so. He did a great video. Go check out on YouTube. It's actually not on the album. It's just like a little YouTube video he did called State of the Union that is really impressive, too. Um, but, yeah, that was my two-something news this week besides the Lucy's that we'll play here in a little bit. But, um, yeah, did you have any more new ones? Music? Yeah. Uh, do I have any Lucy? I mean, besides the one we're both going to talk about. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, yo, duh. Drake Scary Hours. What the fuck am I doing? Oh. <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I'm like, like, Champagne Poppy definitely dropped new. No, that's definitely big hip hop news. What are we talking about? Uh, So, yeah. Drake dropped the three pack on us, and I'm not a fan of the first song. I'm it's okay. Either. I mean, I, I what I, I mean, if I'm, I'm not gonna skip it, but if it comes on, but I'm not gonna go out of my way for it. Uh, the one with little baby wants and needs that track's cool. However, the standout for me is definitely the Drake and Rick Ross one, uh, Lemon Pepper Freestyle, uh, which is a six and a half minute song, roughly, and it's just 
fire. Like this is probably lyrically some of the best like bars I've heard from Drake in a long, in long, a long time. time. For me, so, for me yeah. personally, because he's been kind of like a fan of Drake for a while, and I kind of fell off of Drake. And this kind of is bringing me back and really has me uh, interested for this Rick Ross uh, collab project that he's got. Shit, in I'm, the works. So, I'm so excited for Certified Lover Boy still. I mean, <laughs> I, see, so for me, I love when Drake is just rapping over a beat with no chorus and he's just like going at it because, like, Say What's Real is my favorite thing that Drake ever made. I love that fucking song. It's just over like, a, it's over the heartbeat, uh, the Kanye beat, isn't it? I think it's, it's over 808s and 808s uh, and heartbeat or breaks. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Welcome. What's that? Say you will, yeah, 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 yeah say yeah. you will. Oh my god, so good, yeah. so good. Um, actually, I don't want to gloss over the little baby track either because I think little baby is becoming an artist that I think is just going to be an incredible, credible talent. As long because... as you stay off the basketball court, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, but no, he, saw, he, he had a great, shit. he had a great, great verse on wants and needs. I, um, my problem with the first one on there, what's next, was it was like. The beat to me felt like something you would hear on like Mike Tyson's punch out or knockouts on Nintendo. It was like a really like cheesy like. Hold on, let me just play a little bit so you know what I'm talking about. Like, it feels so weird to me. Like, doesn't this sound like something? Pretty- no, I said. <laughs> so here's the thing. I said that to our roommate Sean. It sounds like Sega music. Yeah, it does. It sounds like the Sega Genesis. It does. That's what, that's what that synth reminds and that, me of. And that synth literally continues the whole damn song. It's really irritating to me. I couldn't even. Get into what Drake was saying. Oh, that was the other part about it. He's talking about being humble on the song, and literally the whole song is bragging. So it doesn't even make any sense. So whatever. I mean, he's but done that. Let's he's get to the. It's, that's that's in pocket for Drake. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love well, let's him let's get to the better one. The lemon pepper freestyle. Lemon pepper freestyle. Shit. Geez. We're gonna have to give you probably a few Ooh, minutes of this one. We gotta go in the middle though. We gotta go like a little bit of Ross, a little bit of little Drake, bit of low somewhere rap. in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I agree. Let's let's just kick this baby off. And this is a phenomenal beat, too. I don't know who produced this, but I love it. This is like a Ross perfect beat. Ross perfect beat. I love this sample right here. Yes. Godfather with a gun full of snakes. Car Porsche trying to give away a wraith. Brick spoil trying to turn them into base. Big boy, I'm trying by the Braves. Courtroom selling like I'm in the opera. When it got it, now these niggas wanna knock us. Bitches follow cause they need a couple dollars. But it ain't a problem cause a nigga really got it. Fat boy, rich nigga with an appetite. Count money all night under the candlelight. Spinning vinyl, Teddy P or is it Lionel? Not a model, but I know I be idle. Big bank sparking, we without a lighter. On fire cause I'm just a different writer. Practicing social distance with all these snitch niggas. Guess he jealous cause I had his favorite bitch with us. Big bucks, stepping out of big trucks. Stepping on my feet to get you fucked up. Got the squad with me and all they did was give me love. Foot locker 20 deep, a nigga spin a dub. G-Wagon for my bitch, that girl go live it up. Death Row, this for these niggas, I'ma hit them up. Machiavelli is all eyes on me. Pinky rings is still M.O.B. Rick Ross, spitting verses, having movies shot at his house. Drake literally goes for four and a half minutes. Yeah, we'll give you like a little bit of Drake it's just we, for time constraints. We're not going to do the whole song. But. Yeah. Heart just turned purple. 360 up front, it all comes full circle. Class photograph, Sandy had me on my Urkel. 
Patty Mahomes about to fall short a couple hundred. Sign still delivered. I fucked a notary public. She witnessed me sign off on some undeniable numbers. Like yeah. Make a set sell in Croatia to get the leverage. Groundskeepers cutting the grass and clipping the hedges. I took two mil out the cage down in the desert. Matthew Maddox calling the pit boss, double checking. The numbers all good, just pay me, I'm at the Rhino. Real life, the whole fam goons like Rallo. One truck in front of me, one behind me to follow. Let me get a lemon pepper order, please. You gotta head a link before you order these. Docking jet skis in the Florida Keys. We all grateful for Wheezy, but no one more than me. You just find a bottle with the messages. These days, fame is disconnected from excellence. Half the time, I gotta ask niggas what they profession is. Usher the generation, and these are where my professions live. I did brunch with the judge we appearing before. I want to keep Probably this going, but I gotta cut it off. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so good. I can listen to all six and a half minutes is of that, that right now. Is that all for music? Oh uh, no! So let's get into this Silk Sonic talk, oh, baby. Oh God! Jesus. No, we're not. We're not fucking that up. Hold on. So if we forgot, we went. To, we wanted to mention it last year. We even teased it uh, last podcast. Oh yeah. Um, we're gonna get a little bit of this video recorded. But anyways, so we we teased it a couple times last week, and then we just totally forgot to talk about it. So I wanted to uh, mention that. Actually, I'll wait for our camera guy to get in here real quick. <laughs> no, I'll keep talking. Um, so, Leave the Door Open just dropped, which is the single out of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, who are now currently going to be making a joint album together, and it's hosted by Bootsy Collins, um, <laughs> which is kind of crazy to me. Like, I think that's going to be like one of the best albums of the year. Those two are both real musicians. That are doing um, amazing things. Bruno hadn't been out in a while. We haven't heard anything out of Bruno since 2016, so I was kind of curious where what he was What was the at. last one, like 24 Karat? Uh, 24 Karat Magic, which yeah. is also a phenomenal I album. <laughs> I went back and listened. That actually could be one of my something new or something old. I yeah. actually went back and listened to that for the first time since that came out. Mm -hmm. And that was crazy to me that it was only nine tracks on that yeah, album. Yeah, it's a short But it listen. was nine tracks of absolute just <laughs> amazing. Fire, yeah. Chunky on that shit. Did you ever hear uh, Mike Posner's album? It was a couple years ago, like when he was doing like the spoken word albums mm -mm. so mike posner has a track called bruno mars on the album he does yeah <laughs> it, it's hilarious he talks about making music like me and bruno mars in the studio making our music with him he goes bruno mars is way i used to get annoyed because bruno mars is way better at music than me yeah. but then i get okay because he's way better than you too <laughs> yeah exactly i think he's one of the greatest pop artists uh like of all time honestly like and it's probably because I probably uh, a little bit because I was raised on Motown music, like the Temptations and Stevie Wonder and shit, and his music is definitely a callback to that type of era, you know, the 60s, 70s, I got a... crooner type of shit. And, like, even this new record, Leave the Door Open, to me, it feels like that old, like, doo-wop kind of vibe, like Corner Boys on the on the, the street, you know, like the Temptations movie. If you've seen them, they would follow the girls home from school and they the would pips. sing to them yeah. and shit. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of what it feels I got a, like. I got a hot take here, actually. Okay. And this might be controversial, whatever, but I got to say, like, the closest thing, and not mind you, I'm never saying anybody is better than the great Michael Jackson. Right. I will never say that, absolutely. If you put, take Bruno Mars, everything else, but, like, had him with, like, the weekend's voice, mm -hmm. but with Bruno Mars, like, sauce, mm -hmm. you would have 
the Michael Jackson of our generation. <laughs> Probably so, like, yeah. Vocal, like, sonically, The Weeknd's voice with everything else Bruno Mars. Yeah, we Weeknd did, did do that amazing cover of uh, Dirty Diana. Yeah. That shit was phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, Bruno, he definitely but is a calling back to a lot. He, even, he gives you a Shimon on here. He does say Shimon. <laughs> but as for Silk Sonic with him and Anderson Pac, which Anderson Pac's absolutely amazing, dude, yeah. raps. We saw him at uh, Metalbrook. Uh-huh. Rap, sings, Plays drums. Dances. dances, dude, dude does everything. Full band like, with the horn section. The video is fucking amazing. <laughs> the video is so good, man. When I saw it, I was so excited. Like I paid it for my parents, and their faces just lit up. They were just dancing and stuff. It was awesome. I'm really excited to see how this album turns out because I, I well, as soon as I heard that combination, especially with Boosie Collins doing like the intro and stuff like that, I'm like, this can't miss. Yeah, it's not there's no miss. way in hell this is gonna miss. And then Leave the Door Open came out, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> if the whole album's gonna be this. If the whole album's gonna be this, I'm with it. Yep. Uh, and I, I kind of had a feeling there was gonna be a song eventually somewhere down the road with these two because they did go on tour. Uh, the European leg of uh, Ant, or um, I'm sorry, Bruno's 24 Karat Magic tour was with Anderson. Was and it I the know Free they Nationals? About, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it was Anderson and Pack and the Free Nationals opening for Bruno. So. They, um, I know, I heard them say that they recorded a bunch of shit in like uh, in Europe and uh, and uh, around the world. So, I- I'm really excited. I mean, for they the had project. a year to just chill. So hopefully yeah. they got some, you know. Some but don't fire listen ones. to us tell. Let's just play the damn song no, yeah, for yeah, you yeah. guys. Um, without further ado, here is "Leave the Door Open." Sorry by the for new our Instagram band. and YouTube followers. <laughs> you can't hear this one, but yeah, here we go. Yeah. I'm sipping wine sip, sip. in a robe. Trip, trip. I look too good, look too good to be alone. Ooh. My house clean, house clean. my pool warm. pool warm, just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the key swing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I am playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from the heart. So. Fish fillet, like filet mignon. What, you, what, what we got? What we got, Pac? What you got?
serious when he hits you with a whoop, 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 whoop. I still love that he dropped the Shimon in this song. I love it. Because Bruno Mars is the only one we would allow that from. <laughs> So goddamn good, man. Like Anderson Peck is without a doubt 100 percent my favorite artist out. Him, him like, and not even close. Anderson, else. how about say him and her? But Anderson <laughs> Pac and her will probably yep. be like her's my favorite woman artist the, out, the, and Anderson Peck is my favorite male. They're gonna artist. be the people to see in the next 10 years. Sick. They're gonna both go down in history as some of the best musicians you'll ever see. I mean, I can already feel it coming. And like that shit to me is like everything that new pop music is missing. I would throw Mosego in that bag oh, yeah. as well. But like that uh, that that yeah. song, I just want to touch on that song. Like, in a world where I, I, there's so many producers that just make everything on their computer now, and that has such like a a buttery warm feeling of being in the studio with real musicians playing instruments, and like the whole vibe is right. The video just like sets it off too. Like, oh my god, I can't say enough good things about that. And I know probably there people there's probably people though if there's people that have critiques out there, they probably say like, oh, it sounds like Motown or this and that. But man. I, if you're gonna borrow from a style of the past, that's the one for me, man. Like that shit is amazing. But um, yeah, that's what I got for it. Um, you want to add anything, E-Man, or we move I think on? We're good. Yeah, I'm we ready to move on from something old, something new. Make a make um, our call. Yeah, let's make our phone call. Call Clara real quick. So, uh, person I'm gonna call is actually a brewer I work with who created a recipe for the International Women's Month uh, beer. Uh, Which we had last week on the podcast. We didn't have that one. That wasn't the one we had. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was we, the one. we haven't had that one here yet. Okay, we we will we will have it by the end of the week though. But we're not in the week, but end of the month. Oh, the last week one was for Black History Month, wasn't that it? That was the collab we did with Black Calder. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yep, yep. All right. La 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 la. Sorry. <laughs> it's ringing. It's a little low there. That's right, we'll hear it. Hello. Hey, Clara, what's going on? Uh, just hanging out. Dig that. How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. Welcome to the show. Glad to hear from you. Got you. I'm here with uh I'm here with my co host Neil. Uh we wanted to actually talk to you about the beer. So you did a. You wrote the recipe for the International Women's Day uh, beer we're doing. I want to kind of go into it and just tell us what it's about. Yeah. So it's a blonde ale, about five percent, um, made with mostly two row Maris Otter and um, 
some naked oats, but all of that can be like kind of adjusted. I wanted to make the recipe really um, easy to switch up and make it like easy for anyone to brew, easy for anyone to like add their own spin to it so that like really anyone could brew it was kind of the goal. Gotcha. And I know, like, I've heard the recipe is readily available for home brewers as well as other breweries to pick it up. Uh, any traffic, any movement on that? Like, where can where can people find it when they uh, want to go get the recipe? Um, so it's just at withher.com, I believe. Gotcha. All right. What's the, uh, so what's the overall message of the beer? Like, what, what are we trying to accomplish from it? So this year's theme for... Um, International Women's Collaborative Brew Day was Compassion. And we um, so we collaborated with Fermenta and we were it, we were talking like what is what does compassion mean in a beer? And um, we came up with accessibility. Like if it's readily available, if it's easy to make, if anyone can do it, that makes it accessible. So that was that was kind of our goal. I'm looking forward to trying this because one of the benefits of having E-Man as a roommate is he brings home all these amazing samples of beer from your guys' company. So I'm really excited to try this out. Yes, yes. <laughs> I believe we're releasing it March 19th. March 19th? Oh, nice. Is there going to be any any uh, places we can get it besides? I mean, I know we can get it at Eastern Market and Ferndale Project. Is it going to be? Well, I guess anybody can brew it, so. Anybody like homebrewing that could brew it. I saw some EBC beers at um, Westbourne Market yesterday when I was there. Yeah, we uh, we distribute out there. Yeah, that's cool. They got some great beers over there. Actually, so I always was just curious about like your story in the brewing too. So how did you actually get into like this industry? So I went to school for biology, and kind of like as I was finishing up my degree, I realized I didn't want to do a traditional like science path I didn't I didn't want to work in a lab and I didn't want to pursue like medical things and I kind of landed on beer as like a cool way to apply what I had learned and still kind of use my degree gotcha that's pretty cool and it's probably got to be a pretty male-dominated industry I would assume right for the most part yeah for the most it's, it's definitely getting better, like with groups like Fermenta, at, like, and there's a lot of like female-run beer Instagrams that are like definitely trying to like break barriers. That's awesome, and I hope that keeps growing. Like Just that. for those who don't know what it is, who was uh, Fermenta? Um, so it's a fermentation science collaborative. They're a nonprofit. They um support women in all fermentation to like applications so not just beer but like wine spirits um fermented foods like cheese kimchi sauerkraut i'm gonna have to check that out they have uh fermenta they have an instagram handle i believe it's fermenta underscore mi okay i'm gonna look that up after the show yeah yeah Got you. So, 
with the beer, like, I know you got a chance to try it. Like, how do you think it is, personally? Because I'm, I'm curious to try it. I've heard great things, so. So we brewed it on Thursday, and I haven't been back to the brewery since, so I haven't gotten a chance to check in on it. So I'm excited to try it on, I think I'll be back there on Wednesday. Gotcha. And I'm sure Alex will check in with me on Monday. That's what's up. Yeah, uh, we are excited for it. We're excited for you, too. So, I mean, you're getting, because I know you're getting, like, the more, rec- you're getting, like, recognition off of the beer and everything like that as well. So And then it's just bringing light to, you know, highlight women in the industry, which is really, really cool. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been really cool to, like, work with everyone at Fermenta and kind of get the word out to other breweries. My uh, my old brewery is um, brewing it on Monday. Thank you. That was actually going to be my next question. Has any other breweries reached out about taking on the recipe? Aberrant Ales is the only one I know off the top of my head. They're out in Howell. Is that Aberrant Ales? Yep. Gotcha. All right. Uh, well, we'll definitely try and spread the word as much as we can and you know, try and get more people on it. And then, you know, they also they have the homebrew recipe out, too, so, you know, we can try it at home and stuff like that as well. So, yeah. Uh, anything else, Anything you want to plug, like uh, socials or, like, anything else about the beer before I let you go? No, just check out the website. If, um, if people have questions, they're welcome to DM Eastern Market, Ferndale Project, or myself at uh, in my Instagram handle is Clara228. Um, but yeah, check out the beer. Keep an eye out for it. It'll be definitely at Eastern Market, definitely on Peddler. Um, hopefully in some stores in like the Metro Detroit, Ann Arbor area. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on here and uh, talking to us for a little bit. That sounds good, yeah. and I can't wait to try that. Hopefully, yeah, we try and get that distribution up, so hopefully get it in some stores. If not, it will be available at Easter Market and Ferndale Project. So, yeah, uh, Clara, we appreciate you having on the show, and I guess I'll see you this week at work. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Take Have care. a good one. Bye. Bye. All right. That, that was... sounds interesting, man. That's cool, man. It's good. I was thinking the whole time I didn't want to go too far deep into it, but it sounds like you guys got some like trailblazing things going over at Dude, I love they where you I work beer, at, man. And now she's I... got one, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like that. I really want one of those things is like to bring different people, you know, besides like the bearded white guy. Right. Into craft beer. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I picture I, when I, I love picture it. a beer. Every, and, that's, beer and that's everybody with the man, rocking the man bun and everything like that. I mean, yeah, like it's, I mean, that is, and that's one thing about it. Like I'm happy that I'm in this industry. People like Claire's in this industry. Like it's just breaking down barriers and trying to say like, Hey, there's opportunities for people that don't look like that you know, to get into this industry. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. That's what I love about what we do, too, because we can bring a bridge the gap with, like, yep. like hip-hop culture, music culture. I mean, we do more than hip-hop, but, like, just different cultures and then song around by beer. And my, old, my biggest thing I always said to people was that why I love beer is just because I can have – I can completely look at somebody and on surface value – I don't have. I could say, hey, I don't think I have anything in common with this person, but put a pint of beer behind us, and then or in front of us, and we can, you know, try and work something out, like talk, yep. you know, talk, have some kind of conversation going. 
Yeah, I agree, man. And it's pretty cool. I, I, I'm enjoying getting to try all these things that you bring home as well. So that's been pretty fun. But let's move on into um, our sports topics for this week. The, um, uh, I know that we had a few. I'll let you kick it off because you're actually the one that brings most of the sports stuff atten- <laughs> to my attention. So the uh, <laughs> NBA All-Star game is tonight. And actually, I think it's about 8.16 right now, p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time in Michigan. Yeah, it's going on right now. And I am not really excited for the game, per se, but yeah, I do either. love the dunk contest. And I do love the three-point <laughs> shootout. So Yeah, I agree with like you. Stuff like that. Like, when you got Team LeBron uh, versus who's, who's, the West, who's the Eastern Conference team? I think it's – oh, Team Giannis. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay, cool. Team LeBron turns Team Giannis this year. Uh, there's a lot of switch shots. I know Devin, there was a whole controversy around like Devin Booker was shafted out of the NBA, uh, out of the uh, final, or not the finals, but out of uh, the All Star game, and he actually had to back out due to an injury. So they had somebody else subbing in for him, and then it's just it's been a lot. It's been a lot going on, and I think a lot of players don't even want to play the All Star game in the first place. Just because of you know the pandemic going on, but I get that it's big business. Like the NBA is big business, yes, and it brings a lot of traffic. The All Star Weekend brings a lot of traffic to a city, and especially it's in Atlanta right now. So I mean, you know, it's a it's a state that's completely open, a city that's going crazy right now with for multiple reasons. But yeah, the only thing that I think is a little bizarre to me is being that um, Atlanta has been open. Damn near this entire e- or entire time during COVID, I think it's weird that they would risk there being a potential outbreak and making all the all stars of the NBA could possibly catch. You know what I mean? What if oh, one did of you them hear caught about it the and Toronto Raptors? To everyone, you heard about the Toronto? No, Ra- I didn't. No, I so didn't. the Toronto Raptors actually loosened up the the mask mandate, or not loosened it up, but the player they weren't really enforcing it as much, and half the team has COVID actually. Oh Jesus, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. See, that's what I'm like worried about with this kind of stuff. Like, and man, it just makes me nervous. I've already seen like videos of just like hotels being packed with people. No one's wearing masks. You know, it's kind of I'm tired. I'm tired of beating a dead horse. But like, I know we sound like those grumpy dudes or whatever. But it's just like, man, I feel like the thing that really bothers me, and I think George Takai actually made a good point. Um, George Takai from Star Trek was like. This, Takei or Takai? Takei, Takai, I'm not sure. I, I think it's Takai. Um, um, but he made a good point saying that with these silly. cities being open like this, like this, and, and Texas, like this is disproportionately going to kill black and brown people because there are a lot of the people that are in the service industry, the people that have to wait on these people, the people that are you know working in these hotels and stuff like that. So like this could be potentially bad for a lot of people, and I just – I don't think that they should have gone back to like, especially in Texas, a hundred percent open with no mask mandate anymore. No, it's like, nobody should do that. It's just but dumb. Texas, I mean, Texas is one of the last states that's resistant to change. Yeah, like climate change, like every. I mean, they want to do shit their own way. Like, if it, uh, Texas wants to be its own country, yeah, but it's one. Of, I mean, they resist to climate change. I mean, you have like the whole thing, like the whole shit with Ted Cruz shows you that mm-hmm. with like you know. They, like all the money went into what fossil fuels and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And it's it, and then he turns his back on Texas too when they're going through like the worst weather storm of all time. Dips out to Mexico like a fucking asshole. I hate Ted Cruz. I hate Ted Cruz more than I hate Donald Trump. Who might be a serial killer? <laughs> oh, not a serial killer. The uh, oh, actually, let me the... call him by his real name. His real name is Raphael Cruz, by the way. Zodiac killer. <laughs> That's what I meant to say for Ted. Is it Raphael? Yeah, his name is Raphael, Raphael Cruz. He went Ted because he's trying to sound more white. <laughs> is he? Is he's Hispanic? Mexican. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh. I do want, there's one thing I do want to talk about, and I forgot, I'll actually, uh, in the beer world, some, you want to hear some, the fuck shit of the beer world, let's <laughs> yeah, put sure. it that way. So, there was this brewery out in, actually, I, I believe it was in Texas, uh, I think it was Back Unturned Brewing. Mm-hmm. So, they did the, uh, the Beers for Everyone project, which, uh, not Beers for Everyone project, sorry, that's people I write for, <laughs> they want to plug them, but <laughs> hey, I'm plugging them, <laughs> but the uh, Black is Beautiful project, you know, which was uh, started by Weather yeah. Souls Brewing. Uh, back on term brewing, they did the beer and, you know, obviously you make profits off it, but some of the profits are supposed to go to a charity of, you know, for like minority charity, like something like, you know, bailing people out of jail or, you know, police reform or whatever charity it may be that it was for, uh, this brewery right here, they, I guess uh, Weather Souls or whoever runs the Black is Beautiful Foundation uh, hit up the back and turn brewing people mm-hmm. about the receipts for the profits of what ha- about the about Black is Beautiful. They said they didn't have a record of it or anything like that. They said they weren't you know they keep they didn't keep track of it. And they goes we don't care what you spend the money on. Just you know let us know that it went to you know a charity or you know you guys didn't just fumble the money. Mm-hmm. So. It turns out that this person was like the owner of the brewery used it for like personal training sessions or some shit. Really? Yeah. Personal training sessions? <laughs> it was sessions? like personal training. It was like something gym related Jesus or something Christ, like that. Man, yeah, that's so ridiculous. Like, so you took charity money like from a beer that was, you know, meant for this greater cause and just use it for. You know, personal shit. I mean, not even tech. I mean, I guess he's working on himself, so whatever for that. But not even technology, not like dumb shit like clothes or anything like that. You use it for personal training sessions. That's ridiculous, yeah. dude. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, I get it. It's not cheap, but come on, man. There's just some some dumb people out there, man. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But um, quickly, other things in sports news that we had was that um, – Michigan won the Big Ten championship. Well, they're the Big Ten champs currently for basketball. Yeah, basketball. Uh, they just got beat by Michigan State though. Today, my squad. Yeah, today. Um, which is crazy because Michigan State is atrocious this year. So I don't even know how that happened. Fifteen. But they're kind of sneaky sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Michigan basketball is nineteen and three and are number two in the country. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then also I'll kick it back to E Man because he uh told me about this story. I don't know much about. Well, actually, real quick, uh, Blake Griffin bought out of his contract. Um, with the Pistons, and now is going to the Nets. He's going to New York, baby. Crazy. About to get that ring. Going with Kyrie. Going with KD. Going. Who mm-hmm. else is in there? Uh, uh, James Harden. James Harden. <laughs> like, Jesus, it's insane. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. But um, and then yeah, I'll kick it over to you about the Alex Smith news. Ah uh, man, this is one of the saddest things. So, if you guys are familiar with Alex Smith and the story, Alex Smith was the uh or was the quarterback of the Washington Football Team, formerly the uh. Washington Redskins, if you guys, you know, were keeping up with the NFL for the past year. Uh, he was released from the Washington football team uh, just due to injury concerns because he did get hurt this past year. 
but he was the NFL comeback player of the year. I find it I find it sad and I find it a blessing in the same time because this dude almost lost his life and then almost lost his leg but somehow came back and played a season of professional football. And then he went back down on a different injury. I mean, I think it was different foot but same kind of injury. Oh, not same kind of injury. It was not nearly mm-hmm. as severe as like the last one, but yeah, he went down, and I guess, you know, the team, from a business standpoint, I get it. They don't want to take the risk because, you know, at that point he could be a liability with, right. you know, two, ba- two bum legs. So I'm glad that he had – if this is his last year, I'm really glad that he went out with a bang because he really killed it, like, mm-hmm. this past year before he went down. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to Alex Smith. Hope everything is well. Uh, you know, hopefully if you get back on the squad, cool. If not – you know, we still, you know, we still respect you and, you know, we still show love out here. Definitely. Um, and before we move on to the movie, no, uh, movies and TV, I forgot I wanted to play this during the music segment and I forgot. I wanted to shout out our boy Dre Dav from Flight Team. Um, he's got a record on his last album, The Pilot, that had, features uh, Gangster Boo on it from, you know, 3-6 Mafia family, and it is making the rounds, bro. It got Spotify put it on one of their... Um, They're on a Gangsta Blue Essentials playlist. We have the Gangsta Blue yeah. Essentials playlist, and yeah, so I just feel really happy for Dre because he works really hard, and the whole flight team is doing really and cool things. Out. That dude's got a lot going on, too. He definitely but... has a lot going on. I just want to give you guys a little clip of it before we move on to TV and news. So here's a little bit of Gangsta Boo. Uh, I do got some local news as well. What up, Gangsta Boo? Smoking this weed. KMI on the beat. <laughs> the genuine way. Yo. Gangsta Boo featuring Gangsta Boo of Dre Dav's album The Pilot. So Forgot you can run birthday, that one up. man. Who? And it's a uh, BB and POV friend of what? Friend of us. Who? Rod Wallace. Oh, happy birthday, Rod, Rod Wallace. Rod Wallace. Uh, Rod's got his own podcast. Yeah, now. he does, man. Uh, the Zero. What was it? Zero. I forget the name zero. of it. Uh, 
Oh man, Ron, I'm had, so uh, sorry. I'll look it didn't up. Didn't he have Mateen Cleaves on there? I think, or he had someone, some basketball dude from. I think he had Mateen Cleaves on there. I was like, good uh, for you, Rod. <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually right. <laughs> yeah, uh, he has his own podcast out. This actually just came out. I just did the first couple episodes recently. Uh, we'll the, plug his podcast. We don't plug those ones that copy us, but we plug oh, the, yeah, the <laughs> other other ones from Ipsy and similar studios. You know where you got your, your shit from. <laughs> uh, it is the Zero Noise Podcast. Zero Noise yeah. Podcast. Go check that Shout out because Rod, Rod is a great dude. Rod is... Uh, I knew to do most of my life, man. Yeah. I always, I always respect. If you've heard the episode, look that up he's also on. Uh, came out last year, but the Dirty Old Men project uh, they had dropped last year. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm always been a big fan of Rod. I mean, we show, need more people so. like Rod in this world where he's just mentoring the youth, you know, on making music and you know just doing really good things over at Grove, and it's just really cool. So shout out to Rod. Um, and then also, we're going to close with her song, but we also want to uh, shout out our friend Anna from, um, you've seen her on here with, um, with, Honey, Monsoon. with Honey Monsoon, but she is now doing her own solo music, and man, I'm so proud of her. She is making incredible Killing music, it. man, like really incredible music. Um, and we have, we have some things in the works coming up with a, a few of our favorite women artists from uh, the local scene, so you might uh, be seeing her again on this show um, pretty soon so we'll keep you posted on that we don't have everything set in stone yet but uh you know you might get a little something special from anna here on our show i told you man we grinding we grinding yeah and she's grinding clearly because she's putting out great music so you'll you'll get to hear her her single uh let me let me just see real quick is i've got it on Bandcamp. um fall with me is the name of the single Uh, we're gonna end the episode with it but um let's move on to the tv and um TV and movies. Space Jam of it. 2, baby. <laughs> Space Jam 2 is oh, coming out. The photos <laughs> have came out. I'm excited. I, I, I actually, you know, one of my favorite blog, blogs is The Onion, for uh-huh. instance. Yeah, yeah, and yeah they, The blog had like a, they had a uh, article that came out that says, Bugs Bunny explains how LeBron helped him get sober for Space Jam 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'm not super, like, gassed off this. Like, I don't think it's going to be that great, honestly. Uh, but, um, I mean, it's whatever. It is what I'm it is. I'm excited, baby. I mean, LeBron is probably a way better actor than Michael Jordan was. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, what, LeBron was, he was in, horrible uh, in what, Space what Jam. What was the Amy Schumer movie LeBron he was, was in? He was fucking hilarious in that movie. Yeah. The one with him and uh, Bill was Hader. Trainwreck or Train Shipwreck? Wreck. Yeah, yeah, that was a train wreck. That was funny. Um, he, was a, he had a good part in that movie. But um, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Um, oh. We also... Movies that I wanted to note real quick was um, The United States versus Billie Holiday was phenomenal. I, I just watched finally it. watched that on Hulu, and that is really good. Um, I'm like so obsessed with Billions right now. I think Billions is one of the most uh, – it's a really, really smart show and really entertaining. Paul Giamatti is one of the best actors I've seen in a long time in this. Um, I know E-Man wants, probably is – WandaVision, yep. baby. <laughs> WandaVision just wrapped up. No spoilers, up. though. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. WandaVision just wrapped up. Uh, the show is crazy. Emily Olsen deserves a fucking Emmy. Uh, it is that good, man. I'm really excited for it. And it sets up Doctor Strange, uh, the multiverse of madness, like, perfectly, mm-hmm. which I found out only comes comes out next, like, winter. And I thought it was this winter and this next winter. I'm actually really down about that. But I'm really excited for it. As well as I've been watching, actually went backtracking and watching like the Conjuring series recently. Mm-hmm. Like Conjuring, uh, Curse, of, Curse of Lala, was it Lala Rona? 
Curse of La La Rona, Annabelle. Like, they're all connected in the same universe. I've been watching those recently just because I wanted... I never really got into them, so it's really cool to see those. Uh, yeah, it's dark as fuck. It's really good. I'm not uh, usually super hype on blockbusters, but I'm also really geeked for Godzilla versus King Kong. That shit looks sweet. Did you watch sweet. the first uh, King Kong? I didn't like Skull the one with Island? Jack Black. That one was not. Skull no, Island was Skull tight. Island. I'm talking about Skull Island. Skull Island yeah, was yeah. tight. I didn't like the Jack Black one. That shit was boring as hell. The King of the Monsters, guys. I haven't watched it yet. I do want to watch it. Yeah. I love uh, what's her face from Stranger Things. Uh, who? Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, another one. Eleven. Yeah, she, okay. She's in Godzilla. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then also the, the all right. So we want to move on to the the bigger part of what we wanted to talk about in the movies and music segment, and that was I finally watched the documentary about Britney Spears and her childhood, um, and basically kind of correlating to what they think is you know like she everyone publicly saw when they painted her as crazy. And after seeing this documentary, like, I don't want to give away the whole documentary, but it is really, uh, it really opens your eyes to what she went through as a celebrity and how, you know, they all kind of just painted her out to be this insane person. But really, when you watch it, it's like, I think anyone would really suffer mental issues going through that crazy level of celebrity like literally no, you nobody... paparazzi surrounding her vehicle her house her every move waking second you know and then her dad taking rights to the and this her is money is like with child celebrities man and it's not it's not i don't blame people i don't blame i mean obviously you gotta take some accountability but like when people say like oh justin bieber did his shit chris brown did his shit uh, I mean, there's been a list. Hillary, oh, not I mean, Hillary Duff. The Hillary list Duff's is enor- cool. enormous. Uh, you don't even have to name them all. It's, it's yeah, every Lizzie child Lohan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you get thrown into this lifestyle at such a young age. I mean, you get money, you get fame. Like people recognize you. You can, you have enough money to do whatever the fuck you want in the world. How the hell else are you gonna think and react? You've never had like an actual job. You never had like serious, like real life, like responsibilities. Shit, like you're not living like a normal life. And the level and of fame Britney about had, it. like, like Britney was thrown in that young, like even with like the Mickey Mouse Club, sixteen when like Hit Me Baby One More Time came out. And that, and that, and that, shit and that was another like, thing that struck me because it was like she was sixteen, dressing like you know, like a yeah, the but, sexy the sexy schoolgirl. Let's not go there though, because rappers talk about sex all day long, and they're when they're in their teens. So I don't really care about all that that much. I don't. But. I mean, I just don't like that, like sexualizing like a young like 16 year old girl i don't like that the label it wasn't her choice to do it it was the label's decision to do yeah. it and that's what i have a problem with. yeah if it was her choice that's a whole different story yeah no the label did that well i can you know i can't confirm or deny this but my theory is that sex sold oh well of i course. mean was, that's th- not, i mean like that's, no that's theory that's a fact <laughs> like that's like what this was like what 1999 2000 we're talking about yeah. when that came out yeah uh yeah i I really feel bad for her, man. Her dad had that. Was it the really guardianship? Well, not guardianship. Conservatorship. conservatorship. So basically yeah. what a conservatorship is, is supposed to be uh, set up. Mostly they, they talk about how it's like a lot of the people that have conservatorships are the elderly that lose uh, grasp on being able or grasp on being able to take she care of their self and their finances. And and everything about her seems like she could totally do that. And she doesn't even want to totally get rid of it. She just doesn't want him to be it because he's literally profiting off doing this like he's making a percentage of her money just to be her conservator and that doesn't make any sense to me and she's now refusing to work until that's taken away from him and it's just it really makes me uh, she does and the thing is she's not even mad at conservatorship she's mad at her dad yeah. having the yeah. conservatorship yeah my thing with that man i really just 
I don't fucking get why they painted her. I mean, I get why they did it. They kind of painted her as like this villain. They painted her stuff like that. Like JT kind of threw her under the bus with yeah. her. And I, I, I mean, I, and, and he I was almost, young at the time, I so I don't wanna, hold any... I can't even really knock him. I no, can. No. Because like, he, yeah, he wanted, I mean, people wanted him to man up and do the right thing, but he was just trying to save his own ass. Yeah, and he, which, and he was young too. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I, I can't, I don't want to be too mad at him, but. I'm not mad yeah. at him. Like, it's, it's, it was almost 20 something years ago in that. When that they, and then when he had dated. the Janet thing too. So, and the Janet thing. But, but I mean, I'm not, it's not a Justin Timberlake podcast. So right. We're not going to do but, that. Um, but, the thing, yeah. I think the thing that's most upsetting about it to me is how could you take advantage of your children like that? And, that's and, and so it made sad me to think, watch out for. It, it made me think so deeply about the, the situation with Amy Winehouse when I was watching it because she was in a similar situation. You know, her dad was her manager. So he's profiting off her career in a big way and she told him on multiple occasions that she was struggling hard with alcohol and really needed help and instead of getting her help he pushed her to keep going and keep performing and keep touring and it led to her death i mean he literally it led to her death so i think it's just really sad when a parent takes advantage of a child like that and especially if they talk about in this documentary that he was not a big part. Jamie Spears. I'm talking about Brittany at this point. Um, Jamie Spears is her dad's name. Oh, he was not a big part of her upbringing. He was not around for her upbringing. Her mom was the one that kind of raised her. So for him to do this is like it's just all about money, and it's cra- it's crazy that I you mean, pimp out your kids, honestly. And then I mean the same thing. Think about Jamie Lynn too. Jamie Lynn had a kid when she was 16 mm-hmm. when Zoe 101 came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yep. it's just sad. I mean, it's just yeah. It's really sad, but I um, it's New York Times. So if you go to look it up, it's on Hulu. But you're not gonna find it if you just type in Britney Spears. It's under New New York Times Presents, and then it's one of the episodes of New York Times Presents. So um, E Man had told me Mind about you, it for weeks, and I've been trying to watch it. it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with you know. Well, there's plenty wrong there's with pro, that. There's plenty <laughs> wrong with it. I'm not knocking that lifestyle choice, no. but at the same time, sure it's happens. like that's parent shit. Like mm-hmm. you know, you need to watch that. Yeah. So I didn't want to disrespect you know her or anything like that so i just want to clear that up but it was really yeah. sad man it really because i i hadn't been like because i don't follow uh, britney spears on instagram i don't follow her career all that well i was never into her music i don't think her music's all that great but um it's just really She's sad some, she britney spears is one of the greatest pop stars of all time i mean yeah and, and <laughs> was, one of the most <laughs> successful i wouldn't call her the She's greatest one of the greatest pop stars of all time her music's terrible she's but. one of the greatest <laughs> pop stars of all time <laughs> her, she does have like double diamond albums and shit so that's crazy but um I, I just remember that that era so vividly because I was like in middle school and I used to see her videos on the box. They would always play it on Channel ninety nine, the box. I'd see that shit. Hit me, baby, one more time. Used to play all the time. God, that song was so popular. Um, but anyways, yeah, I don't want to spend a ton more time on it. Uh, and mo- just just say I hope that she gets what she needs and I hope that shit gets resolved. And I also want to say rest in peace, Amy Winehouse, my favorite singer of all time. Um, but yeah, that's what I got for TV and movies. And then was there anything? I don't really think I had too much music news, honestly, besides we already talked about Silk Sonic. You said they did catch the guy who shot or was shooting up the video shoot of 42 Doug, right? Uh, They said it was related to some dude. Yeah, 42 Doug and was it Little Baby? Little Baby, yeah. Yeah, uh, I forgot to do it. OMB Peasy, I think that was his name that the guy they arrested. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not familiar with him. I'm not familiar Another with Another rapper, word, apparently. But 
but it sounds like some rap beef. It was in Atlanta. I'm not really gonna fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I hope they just. Re- I, I'm, I mean, the reason we're covering. I mean, it's sad it is, but the reason I want to cover it is just because you know, 42 Doug is from Detroit, and I, you know, yep. We also we we do like to keep tabs on like the local boys. And, and girls. I, I think oh, yeah. um, since we're running a little long now, I was going to bring up the conversation, but I think maybe we can save it for next week because it's a lot to unpack. And I kind of do want to see how it plays out before I really give it any honest judgment, but it is not looking great for T.I. and Tiny. <laughs> but we'll, we'll save that yeah, one for I'm next not, week. We got to put a cork in that one because yeah. that one's going to be – that's and the whole thing. I'm kind of at this place now too where I'm – I used to be very judgmental when I'd hear these stories like right off the rip. And I kind of start want to start seeing how things play out before I make my, you know, harsh judgment on any side of it. Like, obviously, you want to support the women who are making these accusations, but you you know, some of sometimes it's it's oh. not real. I mean, sometimes it's a cash grab, and especially when people are super rich and famous. So I just want to see all the pieces of the puzzle before I make an honest critique and judgment on it. But before- I really hope it's not true because, in my opinion. The grooming and manipulation of women by powerful men is like one of the worst offenses. Uh, dude, it's just you. I mean, R. Kelly told you. I mean, not just R. Kelly, because I mean, this has been going on with Chris Delia. I mean, it's, it's yeah. I mean, we're seeing it everywhere. Yeah, man, this is Chris Delia. Um, what's the what's the EDM dude? Chris Delia actually had the balls to come out and say like, I genuinely thought these girls were of age and stuff like. Yeah, that. Yeah, but then he got hit with a child porn uh, and solicitation case that. like a <laughs> couple days later. So yeah, I don't know. Kind of sounds like he's lying to me. And who's the Jesus who's Christ, who's, who's the fucking bass dude? That bass nectar. Bass Nectar, same way. He was, like, manipulating these girls, telling me he'd be part of the team, you know, this and that. Allegedly. I mean, once you get allegedly. that power and just, like, that influence, I mean, it's just, you find, the you know, somebody susceptible to that, and it's just, yep. it's all fucked up. Yep. And I don't, I, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't grasp the mind state, like, the control that you would l- like have like it's to sick. like it's having sickening. that power. It's sickening. It's I premeditated. It's picture sickening. myself liking having that power. Like mm-hmm. people like having that and that, oh, that yeah. power and that influence to get somebody to do something like that. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, and, uh, I agree. I agree. Oh, real quick, we forgot two birthdays. Uh, uh, Lou, God, how many goddamn birthdays Lou do you Reed? have? The, oh, Lou Reed's birthday recipe is Lou Reed. Tuesday, I love Lou and then LP from Run the Jewels. Oh, that's right. Good yeah. call. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. worth mentioning. We'll play some LP and some Velvet Underground next week because um, we're already running long. And we want to end this with our friend. Um, so without further ado, here is uh, Anna's new single, Fall With Me. You could go get it on Bandcamp. It's And I'm buying it right now as we speak, Anna. So uh, yep, there we go. I should have bought it on fucking Friday, though. I missed the mark. Oh, I the didn't free, realize the Bandcamp uh, Friday is where they get all I the... might loop around and just wait till Friday. Maybe, uh, you know what, that's a good idea. Does, is it every Friday? Yeah, it's every okay, Friday. Okay, I'm going to do Bandcamp? it on Friday then. I'm going to order it on Friday. You can still play it, so I'm going to play it right here. Uh, here is Fall With Me by Anna, and man, is it a beautiful song. Peace. You're so special when you do just what you do. Every time I feel so magnetized to you Keep me all the way, keep me overdrive Making me feel alive 
Oh, shout out to Taylor, by the way, too, who engineered the song. Taylor Greenfield. singing in 